ring With his head hung low Couldn't get a ticket It was a sold out show Heard the roar of the crowd He could picture the scene Put his head to the wall And like a distant scream He heard one guitar You're listening to Nonstop Rock Talk with Tyson Bryden. Hey, Jeff. Welcome to Nonstop Rock Talk. Really, it is a pleasure to have you on the show today. How's it going, man? I'm doing, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Tyson. I'm very honored to be here. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, so before, before we get into your music and whatnot, I, I kind of wanted to um, get a bit of your history, a little bit of your background musically, where, I mean, how you kind of started and what you've been up to leading up to now sure um well basically this whole saga <laughs> started in uh the beginning was 1997 when i met Corey k my bass player and robbie wolf my lead guitar player uh when i i guess and we had different uh different incarnations of him and of the three of us together with different drummers. So uh, we started off as Angel Park, then we were renamed to Liquid Sky with an E. And then fast forward, uh, I moved to Tucson, Arizona in uh, 07. And in 2000, what was it, 17, I got a, I, I uh, got a, uh, what's called a distribution deal through my old drummer, Kyle. He helped me out with uh, Mike Bailey, who's Brett Michael's drummer. He, he basically had a, a small independent label kind of thing where he had distribution Orchard and Sony Records, and they basically he gave I got a solo deal. Well, in 2018, I moved back to Las Vegas and I hooked back up with Corey and Robbie, and uh, we now have Todd Turgeon, our new drummer. Uh, we had another guy named Mike Mitling, but he he uh, decided to take another choose another path in his life, so he he bowed out. So. Um, but Todd Turgeon, ironically, is our first drummer that played on the on the the first single we had, "Never Be Another You." So it, oh, wow. glad to have him back in the in the fold. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So so let's kind of. I just heard your version of Jukebox Hero, and it's friggin' fantastic. Uh, it's like oh, really in you. your face, and and those background vocals they really like stand out to you. It's really cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's all Robbie, man. He's a, he's a master at that stuff. I mean, he's he's great at that. Oh, that's it. It sounds so good. So, I mean, I was kind of reading through the origin of this song in in terms of you doing it, and I can I can kind of relate to the story behind it. I understand your dad passed away this past January, and this was a song he liked to play. It's kind of a dedication to him, um, and getting to the part where I can kind of relate. My dad passed away this past June and, um, oh, sorry, bro. Thanks man. Um, yeah, it's been, you know, you, you know what it's like. It's, it's tough. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, for me musically, there's so many things that he inspired me to do. Um, for instance, my dad, he owned this like 68 dart. It was a 383, four barrel, like gold and everything. So, oh, when, wow. yeah, it was a really, really nice car. And when, my mom wanted to sell it, so we so we sold it. And but in the dedication to him, I had this I have this eighty eight Charvel Model Four that my dad bought for me 
brand new in 88. So now I'm in the, yeah, and I'm in the process of totally overhauling that guitar, new pickups, uh, new tremolo, new neck, and I've sanded it all down and got all the, the paint off of it. And then I'm going to paint it the color of his car because we don't have the car anymore and it had this cool black stripe on it and I'm going to put the black stripe on it. So, Oh, that's great, man. That's it, awesome. Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of excited about that. But, but yeah. um, so, so like I said, I can kind of relate to, you know, th- those feelings that you have when, you know, a parent passes sure. away. Um, so, so kind of give me, is there more to the story of doing that song besides just that? Um, not really. You know, I mean, we try to do songs that influenced us growing up and, you know, um, that vocally was in my wheelhouse. You know, I, I try to stick to songs that, that I can, um, have some emotion into and really put my heart and soul in it. And, you know, if, if you can't really relate to the song, it's tough to um, convey that, you know. So I, I, that was one of the songs that I really, really, truly related to. You know, my mom took me to see Kiss when I was four on the Alive tour. Cool. And that same year, I got to meet Jim Dandy, the lead singer of Black Oak, Arkansas. Very cool. And that made the hugest impression on me, man. I, ever since that day, it was like, that's what I want to be when I grow up, you know. Cool. <laughs> I kind of think, yeah. So, yeah, that's always been a, a running theme in my life as far as music goes. I've always known that's what I wanted it to be, you know, and timing is everything. So, <laughs> so true. So true. I mean, and, yeah. and, and in the bio, it also stated that Corey, your bass player, had actually played that song previously and he, he was kind of yeah. pushing for it as well because it, it always went on. Yeah, he well. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, he uh, played in a band prior to, to rejoining with me. Um, and they had started that, they started the beginning of that song, apparently, according to what he was telling me, and the crowd just loved it. They just went over, you know? So I'm thinking, well, I guess, you know, we'll see what happens with it. So, and, and lo and behold, you know, I'm, I'm close with, I, that helped, uh, I, I was really thankful he did the, help me on and laid the lead on that, which was really cool of him, you know? So, Yeah. Yeah, and so so now also there was a special guest on the track, I believe, and it was is Frank Hanna from Tesla. He plays the mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Tell me how that came about. Well, uh, what happened was is um, I I had known Frank since 2010 when I opened for him. Ironically, in Tucson, when I lived there, Corey and Robbie flew or drove out to Tucson to do that show with me. And um, we had a, I had a different drummer at the time. I swear to God, we're like Spinal Tap. Man. <laughs> I was just going to say drummers. that. It's gone to like 10 different drummers, you know. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, but no, I met Frank at, at that point in time, and he let me get up and sing Modern Day Cowboy with him at the end of the night, which was like a bucket list thing wow. for me. It was so awesome, dude. It was wow. And yeah, it was cool. And so just through the years, I mean, Frank is just, one of these sweetheart of a guy that you could literally not, I could literally not talk to him for six months and we'll pick up right up where we left off. You know I mean? Him and I are on a, you know, we just, he's, he's truly a friend of mine. You know, it's not just a rock star buddy. It's just, he's a real, he's a close friend of mine, which is really cool. I mean, and so last year, uh, last, uh, November, I had, uh, flew up to Sacramento. He asked me, because Tesla was off, uh, they, they were in between tours, 
and he had a gig booked up in Sacramento, a private party, and the guy wanted a whole set of Tesla songs. So I flew up and I and uh, rehearsed with him, and me and his backup band basically, we you know we we did I sang a whole Tesla set that night, man. It was awesome. Wow. So I asked him after that. I'm like, hey, bro, I'm getting ready to record Jukebox Hero. Can you? If I send you the stems, can you just lay the lead down for me? You know, and he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So, the rest is history. Wow, <laughs> that is cool. awesome. That's very cool. And, and the lead yeah. sounds really cool, actually. It's uh, it does it does justice to Mick Jones's lead. You know, it's in the vein. You know, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, the the tone of it itself is like it's just like it it really stands out. It just sounds really cool. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Really enjoyed that. Um. So now getting to, so we, we talked about, so in the bio, so I'm a little confused here. So, so in the bio, it states that all the tracks have been produced by Brandon Wolf, but that's Robbie Wolf, is it? Is that how that goes? That's Robbie. Well, no, that's Robbie's son. Robbie's son. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, one of the reasons other than the fact that the kid is, is a genius yeah. on, uh, recording and, and production. Yeah. Um, but he's young, you know, he's only like 22, 23, wow. and he's got his ear to the ground when it comes to today's production, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's really good to have a young kid who, who not only knows, he's got our, he, he sees the vision of what we're trying to put out there and gets it for us, you know, that's invaluable, it really is. Yeah, that's, that's very interesting, I mean, he must have... Uh, I mean, you mentioned he, he's he's in tune with what's new and whatnot, but I mean, he must have grown up with a lot of rock to be able to... He's, well, he grew up with us. I mean, because yeah. all these songs, when he was a little, even before he was born, so he grew up with a lot of these songs. We we basically took a lot of these songs and we rewrote them, uh, you know, put a, you know, just with the arrangements maybe and maybe worked on a couple of different melody lines and made it, you know, made them the best pretty familiar with a lot of these songs, which is really cool. <laughs> that is cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, and, and I mean, it, like we said, I, it, like we had talked about on jukebox here, it just sounds, the production is phenomenal. It just sounds so good. So, Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He did a great job. He's, he's, I, I'm very proud of him. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, I was on your site yesterday, and I was doing my research for our interview. And now I came. Uh, there's some more tracks on there. So um, the first, tr- the second track, I guess, it would be that I listened to was "Screaming Inside," that can also be found uh-huh. on the Second Chance EP. Um, it is. Yeah. Now, just so your uh, audience knows, um, I had originally been signed to Potomac Records, who used the Pato- who used. Uh, the Orchard and uh, the Flash Tony, that, that was the original distribution for a lot of these. Yeah. But I had them pull it down because Atomic folded, and so now RSL is getting ready to re release all of the original stuff that was on Potomac. But it probably won't happen until after uh, our new release is done in January. Oh. So, but it'll, it'll still be put out there. Um, and so I saw it. And getting back to that song, um, uh-huh. those guitars are heavy, man. <laughs> it sounds oh, great, thanks, man. So thank you. What What are you like? You play rhythm guitar and you sing, and Robbie plays guitar. Um, what in terms of you? What are you using in terms of gear to get that? That that tone's killer, man. Oh, thank you. Um, well, honestly, Robbie's got one of those Kemper uh-huh. profiler heads. 
you say no more. Yeah, oh, dude, <laughs> those things are it's just sick, man. They're insane. You can get any any tone you want out of them, practically. Um, and to record with, I just found a a program on his head, and we basically I cut my rhythms with that tone. He cuts his rhythms with that tone. And then he'll, he's got his own lead, lead tones that he uses. Um, he's a huge Jimmy Page fan. So, um, the new record, we're going to be pulling out some cool stuff, like using a violin bow on a song, you know, and using uh, a theremin, which Frank used, Frank Ann uses on Edison's Medicine. Right. And a lot of, a lot of That's people cool. don't, don't really use that anymore. So yeah. I'm really thankful that, you know, we're, we're trying to like, not repackage the old stuff, but, but come up with, with our own identity, with our influences, basically, is how I'm putting it, you know? Yeah, that's very cool. That thing is amazing. I remember... Um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and I'm not exactly sure how it how it works, but <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's all frequencies, you know? You just... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I can't tell you how it works either. I just know the one you run your hand by, it gives, you can control the frequencies. It's really cool. <laughs> did, did Frank not use it in the video too? Like you see him and he's got his hand in the video and he's, I don't know if you've ever seen the video, but... Um, just, oh, you're talking about um, Edison's Medicine? Yeah. Yeah, he uses it. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird too because in the video... He does the other heart part of the lead on a on a brick, old Rickenbacker on the bass, bass, man. Yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Talk yeah. about innovative! I've never seen that before. <laughs> I know that was that blows me away when I watch that because I, I actually have the the videos on DVD. So probably yeah, six months ago I pulled them out and watched all the videos again, which was kind of funny to see, uh -huh. especially the early days. But um, oh yeah. Like, it's just very nostalgic, but watching that video, and I always remembered Frank playing the bass at the end of that solo, too, and it was just such a cool thing. And Yeah. Man, I, I mean, he doesn't do it live anymore. He uses no. a theremin live, but he doesn't, yeah, I think it was more so a production thing, and it looked cool on video. It very much back looked then, cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's very cool but that you guys he, are going to use it, though. I mean, I'm kind of excited. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, and, you know... I just talked to Frank a few days ago, and uh, him and I are getting ready. We're, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see him here in the next month or two, and him and I are gonna write a new song together, which is gonna be really cool. So once that's done, you guys will know about it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's very awesome. yeah. Now, now speaking of songwriting, are you the primary songwriter in the band, or do you guys all write together? Well, it's me, yeah. I uh, Basically, Robbie and I will sit down and do the outline of how we want the structure to go because we base all of our songs around the melody line on the, on the, on the vocals, you know, because we're such a predominant vocal band. And we do the setups and the, you know, the, the bridge, you know, the chorus, verse, chorus, whatever. Um, and then we, we bring it, because we just got done writing uh, a brand, two brand new songs here this last week. And we brought it in last night. We got together and rehearsed for the first time in a couple of weeks. And and there's a new song we, we put together. And we basically bring it in to Corey and Todd. And the four of us will finish it. But but as far as lyrics go and as far as, you know, melody ideas go, goes, that's 90. The lyrics are always me. Um, Robbie may help a little bit here and there. But, you know, tweak a couple things. But... Um, ninety-eight percent is all me as far as lyrics go, and Melody he helps me with that. So we're we're a really good uh, songwriting team, him and I. I mean, it's a, it's a lot like 
uh, Sambora Bon Jovi kind of thing when they first started, you know? Yeah. So, and that, probably, if he's a really good harmonized, uh, harmony, yeah. and he can, he can really blend with me, you know, which is tough to find, you know, because he used to be, he started off in L.A., he's from L.A. originally, and in the early 80s, they, he had a band called Holy Soldier. He was the original singer for it. They were a Christian band. and they the owned, they were, I have their CDs. Oh, really? Cool, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Right on. Yeah, yeah no, that's cool. right on. That's cool. Yeah. So he was their lead singer. So he he never wanted to be a lead singer. He did, he's always told me, he's like, I just, nobody else could sing, so I just did it, you know? But he's like, I always wanted to be a lead guitar player. <laughs> so I'm like, wow. well, hey, man, I think this is going to work. <laughs> and you, you know? know that's really funny that, you know, that we're, we're talking today because um, I just came from my full-time job from work. And it was funny because we were talking about uh, somehow we got onto a Christian subject about music somehow. And I was uh-huh. naming off bands and I was like Striper, Guardian. And then I mentioned Holy Soldier, which was probably like two hours ago, which is kind of ironic. That's funny. Oh, wow. That yeah. is weird. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. That's very cool. I. I, yeah. uh, I mean, I think, I think I had both those CDs. I think I lent one to somebody and I never got it back, which was very disappointing, which I think was the first. Oh, bummer. Yeah. But yeah, he, he only did, he only, he was the original, original singer. Cool. So if you do any research, uh, his name at the time was Robbie Braun, B-R-A-U-N-S. Now, the reason he changed his name to Wolf is apparently he changed it. Bronze was his stepfather's name that adopted him. Yeah. And then later he took his real father's name. Oh, wow. That's the storyline behind that. Yeah. Which is cool, man. I mean, both rock star names, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, exactly. They both sound. They both sound like rock stars. So yeah. it's perfect. It's not like right. a big. It's not like a big long last name, right? That you know you're totally right. gonna have to change. So. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you, brother. That's funny. Um, yeah. So, I mean, as a, as a writer, musician, guitar player, and you kind of did allude to this, like, who influenced you? I mean, sometimes with doing all those things that you're doing, playing guitar, writing, musician, there are different aspects of musicians that influence you. I mean, from listening just to the guitars, I hear, for me, I hear, like, just the tone of it. There's, like, a Zach Wilde type of thing on some of it, and I don't know if that's you or Robbie, but... I hear that in there. It's, yeah, it's it's probably Robbie's a huge John Sykes, Jimmy Page. Um, uh, he wanted the, the the tone of John Sykes with the identity of Jimmy Page kind of thing, you know, to make cool. him his own, which is yeah, which is a little it, it's different. Um, he also loves Gary Moore. Me, I gravitate more towards. I I was from the. You probably don't have a lot of people tell you this. But Gary Richrath from Mario Speedwagon, the original guitar player, cool. was my hero growing up. Him and Randy Rhodes were it for me, man. <laughs> you know, they they made me want to play guitar. And I started on guitar before I started singing. So between those two, you know, and then I saw Ozzy when I was like 12 in Memphis yeah. on the Diary Tour. And Brad Gillis was with him. It was two weeks after Randy passed. Wow. And... Dude, that to this day, that was the loudest, clearest concert I've ever heard in my life. It was incredible. And Brad Gillis is amazing. Oh, yeah. and Jeff Watson both were just yeah. one of my heroes, you know. And Frank, Frank's one of my heroes because he's got to be one of the most underrated guitar players oh, no, there yeah. are, man, because I agree. he's incredible. I mean, there is nothing he can't play. I mean, it's, 
He's one of those guys, man, that is so good that he doesn't have to repl- he doesn't have to practice it. He'll just walk on and play it. You know, it's like yeah. I got to practice, man. You know, it's like I can't. I mean, I can do certain things that I, once I learn it, I learn it. You know, I know it. But it's like we, him, and I. One time we were messing around, and we did a, we did a, a like a just screwing around playing. Uh, Don't tell me you love me, right? Yeah. And I did the back Brad Gillis lead, and it was it was okay. It wasn't perfect, but it was in the ballpark. But he nailed the Jeff Watson lead to the note, dude. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> wow. That is so I know. awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, but no, man, um, you know, I'm, I've always been a huge vocal guy, too. I, I loved sticks. I loved um, early REO. I kind of, after Can't Fight This Feeling, they kind of went, in a, you know, too commercial for me. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I loved, uh, you know, uh, Kansas, uh uh, Steve Walsh is a huge influence on me. He's a, he's an amazing singer. Yeah. Uh, Paul Stanley before I'd say before 2010, <laughs> he was amazing. Yeah, um, back especially back in the 80s, you know. Um, and he was, you know, th- those guys have wrote some great songs. Steve Perry, he, you know, I mean, come on, <laughs> wow, how do you even compete with that? You know, exactly. That's true. So yeah, Tommy Shaw, Steve Perry, those, you know, those are the guys that. I love Lou Graham, you know. Um, I got to say, Kelly Hansen's amazing. He does a great, great, great job, you know. Yeah, Kelly Hansen does a really good job, actually. He does. And I love Kelly and Hurricane, too. Me, too, man. Me, too. They were fantastic. Over the Edge was great. (laughs) I actually, I had Robert Sarzo on my show uh, probably four or five months ago. Oh, nice. Nice. And we talked a lot. What's he doing now? He lives on a boat. And uh, oh wow, sounds like Jack Russell. <laughs> yeah, and he he plays in a band called Diane and the Deductibles, and mm. does production. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, he's a super nice guy, super good guy. That's what I've heard. I've never met him. I've met Carlos at Nam last year. He's really cool. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I, I got to open for Jack Russell last year at the Whiskey. Cool. And that was really cool. He's a sweetheart of a guy. It was great to meet one of my you know heroes growing up. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew. I'm a product of the '80s and '70s, so you know the big vocal bands of all, like Jimmy Lane. I love that guy. He, Me too. He wrote some amazing songs, dude. I mean, what a talent! What a, you know, I miss him. I um, I also write for uh, for Sleaze Rocks. The I don't know if you're familiar. Oh yeah. So I write. Yeah, for yeah. That. I've been on there several times. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So so I write for that as well, and I actually did. We do a lot of anniversary, like if it's a 30-year anniversary or 25-year for uh-huh. albums, right? So yesterday I did Cherry Pie. And having oh, to, wow. Yeah, and having to go back and talk about that was just, it was awesome. I was just like... Well, Janie always hated that song because he thought it defined his career. And yeah. Wrote, and yeah, it made him a lot of money, or yeah. made the label a lot of money, yeah. but... I, I got to meet him one time, and I got it. I told him, I said, I walked up and shook his hand, and I said, Janie, I got to tell you, Mr. Rainmaker is probably one of the finest compositions you've ever written, dude. That was incredible. You know what? I thought. You know, that is so Mr. funny. Mr. Rainmaker. <laughs> That's so funny that you mentioned that, because I said that is by far my favorite song on that album. Was Me Mr. too. Was Mr. Too. Rainmaker. And the lyrics, and I, I you know, I oh. even, I quoted some of the lyrics, because I said, I was like, it may seem simplistic, but when you rhyme all those words in there, the way he did it and make it sound oh. so cool, it, oh, dude. it's genius. Yeah. Yeah. He really was a genius. I mean, 
my God, that guy, talk about a writer. I mean, wow. And it's just a shame, man. It just broke my heart, dude. It really did. I think um, a lot of people it did. It was it was such a shock, and I I actually I got to meet him once too, and he was just such a nice guy. Just so. Oh awesome. yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's a shame he couldn't. You know, he let the demons get away from him with the alcohol. You know, yeah. just oh god, it's heartbreaking, man. You know, I know, but you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, and and um, and it's funny too. With I mean, I did warrant yesterday, and I also and you mentioned Paul Stanley. I I did a review of Asylum. And thinking about that record, pardon me. I'm saying I, I love that record. I'm Do sorry. you? <laughs> yeah. Don't read yeah. my review well, of it. Certain, <laughs> certain, oh, no. Well, there's certain songs on there, like King of the Mountain, I think is a great song. Yes, that was you the know? one I said that's the standout track on yeah. it. It's just, yeah, well, yeah, a lot of them are fluff too. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, and I kind of mentioned, I alluded to the fact that Gene Simmons was there, but he wasn't really there. You know, like he was submitting right. songs. That's absolutely and, correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and then I'm not a big fan of who wants to be lonely. Um and and uh-huh. I and I think I think what kind of did it for me for that album when it came out was that whole fluorescent or the fluorescent oh, I know. or you I know, know what I mean? That was a little too much. Yeah. My favorite eighties album, well two of them were were um Creatures of the Night. I think that's an amazing, amazing. Yeah, especially the drum sound, oh, dude. Man. The drum sound on that. Oh my god! It's insane. <laughs> wow! It's insane. <laughs> Eric man. Carr is one of the nicest, most amazing guys on the planet. I never got to meet him, unfortunately, <laughs> but um, he he seemed like from everything I've ever heard about him, he always seemed very cool. You know, very humble. You know, um, so yeah, you know, and not to you know veer away from what we're talking about but just so you guys know and your and your audience knows yeah. um the reason we call the ep that we released second chance well two reasons first i hook back up with robbie and Corey. it's our second chance you know yeah. but i i don't know if you've read any of my bio before or not but i have crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis both and i actually died for almost three minutes on the operating table in 2001 no um so seven years later, or seven surgeries later, sorry, um, I'm in good health now, thanks to my wife, and you know she keeps me healthy, and and uh, I mean I'm as, as good a health as you can be. I'm disabled because of it. I, I can't work a job yeah. because um, they had to take all the six inches of my large intestine out. Oh man! So physically, I've been through the mill, man. So I really feel like you know the man upstairs has really granted me a second chance at this. You know, so I'm I'm very thankful. To, to be where I'm at right now and, and just, you know, have people like what I'm doing is, is is a godsend to me, man. It really is. So, well, I totally, yeah, I just wanted to I thank to- you for having me on here. <laughs> oh, no problem, man. I totally, I totally respect what you're saying because I actually, I have ulcerative colitis. I don't have Crohn's. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. But the good news is that I am actually, they've downgraded it now to, because it's, in only three centimeters of my intestine now, so now it's just proctitis. It's not colitis anymore. It, I, I actually went into remission for a while, and then oh, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how, but yeah. I mean, I mean, there's occasions. I, mean, I can't believe we went to this, but but it's all good. This is good. Um, um, there's times where you know, like I suffer, but it hasn't been in a long yeah. time. It, you know. Oh, it, me too. Yeah. So it is. A lot of mine was stress induced, believe it or not. You know. Yeah, my my grandfather passed. You know, in two thousand one, when I got really sick, 
And uh, that, I think, was the catalyst to start a descent for me, you know. So, um, you know, without getting too uh, deep in left field here, you know, it's like um, the older you get, the more I, you know, as far as myself goes, I appreciate every day above ground a good day, you know, and I really try to have a good attitude and not let, you know, things like um, that are out of my control bother me. If right. I can't, can it all help it, you know? So <laughs> I'm very thankful for any amount of success. At the end of the day, I'm not trying to be a huge rock star. I just want to, you know, work and I want, and, and, and if I'm proud of it and hopefully people like what I'm doing, I, I'm a happy guy, man, you know? <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's all we can do, right? That's all. It's like, yeah, just, exactly. you know, just do what you do and enjoy it and live every day yep. the best you can, right? That's it. That's it, brother. That's it. Yep. <laughs> that's that's awesome, man. Um, so so moving forward, forward, what is the plan for the Jeff Carlson band? Will there eventually be a full length album of material? Yes, uh, we're doing that right now. We're getting we're we're finishing up the writing for the new record. Um, like I said, Robbie and I just uh, finished up two new songs. Um, basically, it's going to be ten songs with a cover on it. Um, we're going, you know, um, we're going to do a cover of Jane from Jefferson Starship. And cool. I know Brian Tishy and Joel Hoekstra, and I, I forget who they had singing with them. They just released it as a COVID video type thing or whatever. Yeah. But we're not going to release ours till January for on the layaway. And I don't think that's going to be an actual from Stripe to play the guitar on it. You know, kind of like what I do with Frank, you know, which... If anything, I'm just, it's a kind of a cool thing to where every record we do, I want to throw a cover on there that there's a quote unquote real rock star on it. You know what I mean? Kind of get more credibility. That's cool. So who's going to be, you know what, you cut out there briefly. Who's going to be playing on it? Uh, Oz Fox from Striper. Wicked. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. He's a killer. Oh, and he's a sweet man. I mean. The guy is just the nicest guy on the planet, dude. He's really cool. That's it. And he lives too, in man. Vegas, too, right? Does he not? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh-huh. He does. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's been friends with me and Robbie, for, especially Robbie's, for years, you know. So. I guess yeah, they were, did they ever, a lot of fun. Did they ever play together? Like, with Holy Soldier and Striper? Did they ever? Oh, just, no, 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 no. I, yeah. I don't. See, honestly, I don't think Robbie uh, talks to Holy Soldier that much anymore. I mean. I think he's tight with one of the guys. I forget the guy's name, Andy, or one of them. I don't know, the guitar player. Um, but, no, see, I, I, they've gone through several singers since Robbie left. So, right. um, if they do play, it's like in Brazil or somewhere overseas. I don't think they do much here. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We're we're so busy trying to concentrate on what we're doing that I don't. there's not really a lot of time to do much at all. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> That's a, that's a good point. I mean, everybody's focused on what they're doing, and and then and then you compound yeah. COVID into that as well, right? So, I know exactly. Well, too, you know, Eddie Trunko. I don't know if you listen to him much, but he always talks about, especially these some of these rock stars, guys like George Lynch or whomever. A lot of them will do like ten different projects at once, and nobody knows knows who the hell they're playing with. No, you know. know? <laughs> know. So I'm like, you know, I'm just sticking to what I do and. 
if if somebody wants to guest appear on our record, then that's great, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that way there's no confusion. Well, it's, it's, it is kind of confusing because George is out there and he's like, they'll put out an album and then a month later there's another album and you're like, right well, obviously there's going to be no legs on that last album because you've got this one you're exactly right now right exactly yeah and that's i gotta hand it to tom Kiefer. he he's really been doing his, uh, his solo thing for quite a while which yeah. is really cool man <laughs> yeah and you know i actually haven't heard i i'm gonna have to i haven't even listened to that album yet i haven't heard it yet his latest one was it's it? really good it is really yeah, good. good i've heard that that's cool but um yeah so yeah, the, the the goal is the goal is for us to finish our record. Um, we're gonna I, whatever I've got. I still have to talk to John, my label head, and I just signed with new management. Um, Nolan Hodges is his name. He's he's my new manager. He's out of uh, Houston, Texas. MK Music USA is the is the management company he's with. So he's gonna he's gonna work in tandem with with my publicist Jody Best, who's amazing. I love her. Jody's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yes. And so between them and once we get a new a new uh, song a single we pick out uh, we're gonna release it with a video uh, very first of the year that's the goal. That's so, awesome. Well, I'll look yeah. forward to hearing that. Yeah, thank you, bro. Yeah, we're excited to do it. <laughs> oh, that's wicked. Uh, will now now mentioning the record will there be physical copies or will it only be? Oh yeah, absolutely. Done? No, no, it'll be physical and because we're we've got. Uh, RFL has uh, AMP distribution, cool. so they're a huge distribution company. So they've got hard copies as well. So yeah. Will there be? Is it just strictly CDs, or will there be vinyl as well? Oh, I want both. I want Good vinyl and CDs because I think vinyl. Yeah, I love vinyl. Dude, you can't too, duplicate the vinyl no. tone. I just you know there's a warmth sonically that I can't put my finger on. But I know. like when I put on. Fleetwood Mac or Foreigner from the seventies, you yep. know what I mean? I've got one of those old Morant um oh, you know, nice. uh receipt yeah, it's my wife's dad. He bought it in the seventies, you know. So That's I'm like sweet, I'll man. I'll put my kiss records on that, it sounds killer. That is awesome. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have an old one. I have a I have an expensive Yamaha and you know, and I was actually and speaking of I mean, getting back to Tesla, I was listening to um I've got pretty much everything well not everything everything that tesla's re released on vinyl i've got it uh -huh. so i oh, cool. i had bought simplicity a few months ago and i hadn't opened it i hadn't had a chance to listen to it and i put it on the other night and i guess brian brian wheat the drummer i mean the bass player had he he mastered it for or mixed it mastered it for vinyl uh -huh. it sounds phenomenal and yeah it's a great record Great it's, it's funny because I didn't love it on CD as much right. as I love it on vinyl. I loved the sure. vinyl. It just he did did such a fantastic job with it. Sounds killer. Yeah, man. There's a warmth that vinyl has that you can't duplicate on CD. I don't think. Oh you no, know? exactly. Especially especially when those drums. You know how like I know if you listen to a CD Natural and the drums home, sound digital, man. right? Right. And right. Well, that's the thing with us. We we don't record with with actual drums like like we don't record um acoustic drums i mean we play i mean our drummers play live with them don't get me yeah. wrong but the studio it, it, it behooves us to record you know um with like triggers to a click you know it, that way you can have better control over yep. it, you know yep. so i don't know 
<laughs> ah, it is it is what it is man i mean yeah exactly especially you know sometimes i mean your your timing is going to be perfect that's for sure right oh um, yeah i'm sure your drummer's his timing's great anyways but you know like oh yeah he's the, amazing yeah so. Todd's incredible yeah he's a great drummer that's awesome well jeff yeah uh, i want i wish you the best of luck with this and i am looking forward Thank to seeing you, that album um i that, really appreciate it bro no problem. I appreciate it too. Thanks so much for joining me today. Um, you bet. Thank you so much for having me, man. No problem. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Like anything you want to promote for the band before I let you go or anything like that? Um, no, not yet. Um, we, we just got done doing a live stream, um, show a 40 minute set. Now I don't know when that's going to be released on our, our label has to release it. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens with that. That should be coming out in the not too distant future. Cool. Um, and um, I just, you know, if you like what you hear, go to go to our website, um, check us out. We're on Instagram. We're on all of the social media. I mean, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Um, but I think right now you can get Jukebox Hero and Screaming Inside. Um, all the media outlets are out there. Yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for your support, man. I really appreciate it. No problem, Jeff. Thank you. And you, uh, you, bet. you enjoy the rest of your day, man. We'll talk. Uh, hopefully, too, we'll brother. talk again. You too. Okay, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where can I hear the the, the broadcast of this? Oh, um, usually, so it's nonstop rock talk uh, with Tyson Bryden. Now we're we're not live, so okay. okay I cool. taped it, I so it. it'll probably be a week or two before I've got it up there. Maybe not okay. that much. Um, but you can get it on iTunes, uh, Spotify. Oh, sweet. Um, okay. Yeah, all that, all that stuff. It's it, it's all available on that. But um, okay, great. Well, are you on Facebook? I am. Yep. It's yeah. Yeah, find me on Facebook, brother, and hit okay. me up with a friend request. And and uh, yeah, just whenever it's done, just shoot me a quick text, and I'll, I'll see it. And that way, I can promote it too. Okay. You know, that'd be awesome, Jeff. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Tyson, bro. Okay. I appreciate it, man. Talk soon. Take care of yourself. You too, man. Take care. All right, buddy. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.